0: But I want to draw your attention to, we read the triumphal entry of Jesus, and we're very familiar, if you've been in church at any amount of time or to any Easter service, you're familiar with um, Jesus riding into town on a donkey. I want you to keep that penned in the back of your mind. I just want you to keep that thought. I, I'm, I'm really walking you through how I think and how God deals with me when he <laughs> puts messages in my spirit. But I need you to put a pen on, he rode in on a donkey. Yeah, just, just, just put a pen there because we're going somewhere that's going to come up again. But I want to look at verses, read again, just verses 9 through 11. Verses 9 through 11 in Matthew chapter 21. He said, And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. I'm not going to teach you too much on that. I just want, I know I love my faithful Bible study students, but. Did that raise anybody's eyebrow when you read it? Remember, I told you just because you, just because you read it in the Bible doesn't mean it's true. There's some truth to this statement, but it still leaves and begs a question because Jesus was born to Joseph, but we do know that Jesus was Joseph was born out of the line of David. But we know that Jesus wasn't the son of David. But in fact, the son of God. It's going to be important. Hosea, to the son of David, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Should raise another flag. But, Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Key point, who is this? Somebody say, who is this? And they said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth, of Galilee. I want you to go over to Mark, and we'll go to our place where we are in Mark. Mark chapter 8. I want you to go to Mark chapter 8, and we are just going to look at verses 27 through 29. After we leave Mark, we're going to go back to Matthew, and we're going to go to Matthew chapter 16. Mark chapter 8, verses 27 through 29. And Jesus went out from out and his disciples into the towns of Caesarea Philippi. By the way, he asked his disciples, saying unto them, Whom do men say that I am? He answered, they answered, John the Baptist. But some say, and others one of the prophets it said unto them but who do you say that I am and Peter answered and said unto him thou art the Christ go over to Matthew chapter 16 two more scriptures for you and then we're gonna go to work amen Matthew chapter 16, starting at the 13th verse, reading down to the 17th verse. Actually, we're going to read down to the 19th verse. Amen. 13 through 19. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. And he said unto them, But whom do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he answered and said unto them, him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever you will bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. On this Palm Sunday, before I give you my, 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 title i want you to turn over to daniel you might take a little time to get there but i don't got too much time to be waiting for you just look in your glossary or whatever you need to look at concordance and find daniel chapter 11 and we're just gonna look at one verse of daniel verse 32 amen it says and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. And the first text we read As he comes in, sitting on a donkey, we hear them ask the question, who is this? And Mark, we see Jesus ask the question, who do men say that I am? But who do you say that I am? And Matthew, we get a fuller version of the same text, and we see that the only one that reveals who he is, is his father in heaven. And then we see in Daniel that he says the people that know their God shall do great exploits. I'm going to talk to you this morning about an identity crisis. An identity crisis. I want to ask you the question do you know who you are? Do you know Who you are. Our life is not just the sum total of the decisions or the choices that we make. But they're also a sum total of the decisions and the choices that others have made. Let me explain. If you are the type of person that needs or even allows the opinions of others to value or devalue you then where you are right now in life is a product of those choices and those opinions. One of the most important things that a parent can do for their children is to give them validation. Not money, not games, not even fool the cult, but validation. To give them encouragement, affirmation, love. But at the top of this is their identity. Jesus. That that means a parent should be able to tell their kids who they are. But it's hard to tell your children who who they are when you still ain't figured out who you are. Biblical names mean something. They describe character or even purpose or destiny in the Bible. Whenever they gave a name to their child, they asked God, what shall I name the child? It wasn't Shaniqua, Nay Nay. The names hadn't meaning. A lot of times we name kids now because we just like the way it sounds. But it's funny that I've never seen anybody name their child Bezalbaugh. I don't know any children named Satan. We might call them that from time to time. But you're not going to find that on their birth certificate. I'm totally convinced that the troubles that we see today are rooted in an identity crisis. In the kingdom, identity is everything. i us say that again. In the kingdom, Identity is everything. Let me give you a, 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 just a little illustration that you might be able to understand that's relevant. Prince Harry. Prince Harry and Meghan. I'm glad he found love. Because we don't choose who we love. And I'm not here to debate their marriage. But if you follow it, he had to break away from the kingdom to marry who he wanted to marry. And a lot of times in our relationships, we look and we fall in love. And that's why the Bible says do not be unequally yoked because you can go outside of the kingdom and you can break. See, in order for him, now what has happened, he split from the kingdom. So everything that was his, he had to forfeit. In order to outside the kingdom, oh, oh, that's 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 kind of crazy, and we're looking at it from an outside in, and we're like, how are they to determine? But when you're in kingdom, you guard your inheritance. And at the end of the day, if it don't work out for him and Megan, he done gave, y'all not going to say nothing with me. So so in the kingdom, identity is everything because your inheritance and everything God has for you is tied into that identity. You're going somewhere. So if you're still trying to figure out who you are and your purpose, you need to put aside all, pull all resources, put together every prayer, every fast to come to the conclusion, to the answer to the question of who you are and why you're here. Because if not, you're going to mess up and forfeit a lot of the things that God has for you. So you have to find the answer to that question as if your life depends on it, because it does. Your destiny depends on it. Who am I? This is the question that we are faced with this morning in this text. After this answer, after the question to the, the answer to this question happens in the gospel, in all four gospels, the whole direction of Jesus' ministry shifts. That, that's, that's, that, everything he does after this Is in direct relationship To the answer that is given That's that's amazing So what I'm trying to tell you Is if you ever If you've ever been at a cross point Of where you had to figure out Your identity Once you found out who you were And who who you are And what is entitled to you y'all, It affects the choices That you make in life And your whole life shifts Once I found out that I was not a crack addict, I was not uh, one that was just to be out there, my whole life direction changed. So that's why you keep finding yourself up and down, up and down, in and out, out and in, because you have not put together who I am. It sets boundaries in your life. I can't deal with you. I can't allow that. I can't say yes to that. I can't allow what you just said to be a... Are you catching it? Okay, okay. So let's go to work. Let's go to work. So now, yeah, I got to find out who I am, but my identity is in Christ. So I need to find out who he is. And the answer to that question is going to base your whole Christian walk. But here's, here's a couple of points, and we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna have church. Don't worry, because we're supposed to be doing great exploits. But the reason why we're not doing anything is because we don't know our God. He said, "The people that know their God shall do great exploits." So I gotta figure out why I'm not doing great things, and it is not tied to because I don't have great money or I don't know great people. It's because I don't know my God. So the first question he asks is, who do men say that I am? Who do men say that I am? Now, let me ask you this. How have you allowed other people's perception to distort your vision? That's that's what he's asking. How have you allowed the opinions of others to distort what you see? Because the first thing I need to figure out is what other people are saying about me. See? see, But, but here's, here's what I need you to get. You don't have to be understood to operate. That was real good right there. You do not have to be understood to operate. People underperform because they want to be understood. And you don't want to move in your full capacity of doing what it is God has called you to do because people don't understand you. Because if you're ever going to do what it is God wants you to do, you are going to have to have an attitude that doesn't care if people don't understand about you. Or what what other people are saying about who do men say that I am. Jesus said, who do men say, what are they saying about me? Now let me also tell you this. If they're not talking about you, it's because you ain't doing nothing. men say that I am. Now now understand this. The Pharisees didn't know who he was because they thought he was Beelzebub. They said he's a devil. The disciples didn't even know who he was because they said he was a ghost. The Jews thought he was just a carpenter's son. The people said he was just a kid from Nazareth and can anything good come out of Nazareth his own brothers and sisters didn't even know who he was Jesus so why do we get all upset when people your own family don't understand you what are they saying about you some people think you possessed some people think can anything good come out of new haven can anything good come out of k street y'all better help me up in here yeah, Don't don't be sitting there looking like i'm the only one but y'all know y'all family was talking down on you they don't even understand who you are matter of fact they didn't even understand how you do what you do they didn't understand the miracles that have been happening in your life who do men say that i am now y'all y'all not gonna say nothing the important questions of life. The who, the what, the where, the how, the whens, and the whys of life, they all have an impact on your identity. On your perception of who you are and what what you can do. But none of this matters. The only thing that matters is who do you say that I am? I don't care what other people are saying I've been walking with you for these three years who do you say and even though they saw the miracles and even they were, though they, they were the ones that had to go to the supermarket to get the fish and the loaves. And even though they were the ones that were on the boat and that saw him speak to the winds and the waves and they obey. And even though they were the ones where he, they called him before they even knew him. And even though they were the ones that he was Hulk went to the mother's house and raised her up. And even though they were the ones that witnessed him raise Lazarus from the dead. And even though they were the ones, you I'm not going to say nothing, hey, hey, uh, who, who do you say that I am, and even though they knew all that, hey, Peter said, you are the son of the living God in Christ, and Jesus told him, listen, you didn't get this because of what I did, the only way you know this is because my father told you, which I'm trying to tell you is that people will never be able to figure you out, because you can't even figure you out, the only one who really knows you is God, and until God reveals to you who you are, you are never going to know who you are, the Bible says that God knows our hearts. Our hearts are deceitfully wick, wicked. And who can know them? Only God knows. You don't even know what you're going to do from this day or the next year. You can say where you're going to go and what you're going to do. But God has the times in his hand. So who do you say that I am? See, you got to have a relationship with God in order to understand. See, this was a this was something that the Jews would have understand and would have wanted to kill him because he shouldn't have even put these words in the same sentence. Who do you say that I am? Yeah. Who do you say that I am? Oh, that sounds like Genesis. I'm preaching. Huh, that sounds like who, who should I tell him? Sit me say that that I am, that the I am said. You don't put that I am together in a sentence unless you are God so I want to know who do you say now this is personal this is personal but God gives us revelation on who he is and these other things that I'm almost done (laughs) hallelujah because he lets us know anybody ever study the seven I am's of Jesus Christ Woo! In, in the Bible, there are seven I Am, seven I Am's. He lets us know who they are, who He is. Yes, I am the Son of God. But He said in John chapter 6 that I am the bread of life. That Jesus alone can sustain us. Starving beggars look for food. But the Bible says He's never seen His seed begging bread. Do you know Him as the sustainer, as your bread? As your everything, all you eat, he said, I am the bread of life. That means that this word we got to get in this word and we got to eat it daily. That this should be my daily food. The Bible said, Jesus said that my food is to do the work of him that sent me. Y'all, not gonna say nothing. It's, it's better than a buffet. It's better than the fish market. It's better than your Sunday best food. It's better than your cornbread. He, he is the bread of life. Because you're going to get hungry over that bread. And some of you thought that something was going to sustain you. That is not there anymore. And God says, I am the bread of life. But not only that. He said in John chapter 8 that I am the light of the world. The original source of light. The universe is spiritually blind if I shut this light off. He said, I am the light of the world. When God spoke, let there be light, he was saying, let there be me. He wasn't flicking a switch. He was letting us know that I am soon going, that I can light the world without even stepping on it. That God can give you, see, some of you need light because you've been walking in the dark. Some of you can't see. You're involved in stuff and you can't see. You know, my mother shared the testimony of the stuff that was going on in the house that she didn't even know about. And she had to pray. God, allow me. And God said, hey, are you ready for me to turn the lights on? Y'all not going to help me. Some of you are talking about showering and giving God all the glory. But you are afraid of God to turn the light on. Because if God turned the light on in some of y'all your life, you're going to have to clean up what he shining the light on. am the light of the world but not only that I am the gate of the sheepfold he's the only door for the sheep to come in if anybody try to come in another way that man is a thief and a robber because I am the gate of the sheepfold Whoo! I'm going to tell you something that sheepfold is good because only God can let you in and only God can kick you out. Well, pastor, why you be talking about you're going to put people out of the church? I didn't say I was going to put you out the sheepfold. God will let you in the sheepfold and kick you out of the sheepfold. I can kick you out of the church. I can't stop you from being a church because you are the church. So don't get mad if they put you out. Because even though they put you out, they can't stop you from being. But you got it, y'all missed it. Not only that, he is the good shepherd. He cares for his sheep. The wandering sheep. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Some of us don't like the rod and the staff. I can't go deep into that, but the rod is so he can poke us. Because a lot of times people won't go unless they poked. Woo! I ain't going to say nothing about you like getting poked on what is it, Facebook? (laughs) But you don't like that God poke. How many times have I told you? Because God will poke you in your sleep. He know you got to get up at five. So he wake you up at three. And keep poking you because you can't go back to sleep. Now you mad. But you ask God to come in and speak to you. But we want him to speak to us on our time clock. Like he don't know I got places to be. I better help me up in here that's that rod and that staff i thank god for the staff matter of fact i'm gonna give you 30 seconds to go ahead and praise god for his staff because the staff is what he used to pull us back in while we was wandering away again can anybody be honest They say, I almost got away. But his staff, y'all better help me. My son almost got away. My daughter almost got away. But his staff pulled me back in. Then he says, I am the resurrection and the life. Glory. He said, I'm the one that's going to get you up when it dies. He said, you don't got to be afraid of death. The whole thing about him coming on Palm Sunday and everything shift was because when he came, he came in sitting on the donkey. Woo. I told you to put a pin there. I ain't forget what I'm talking about. So the reason why some of us can't get to our destiny. Because we want to come in on a Lexus. We want to come in glitz and glam. We don't know how to come in humble. He came in on a donkey. Because he knew that the next week they was gonna be, he was gonna be on a cross. But he didn't have to worry about riding in humbly, going on a cross. Cause he knew he'd get up from the cross because he know who he was when you know who you are you don't care what you riding in because my lord let me help somebody that that BMW does not identify me as I made it because I made it when I came up out of the womb because God said I've already destined you for greatness I don't need Gucci to tell me who I am y'all better help me He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Not only will I get you up, I'll show you how to live. Cause there's a lot of people living dead. Woo! And then he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the way. You can't get there no other way. I know you're trying shortcuts, but I am the way. And I'm the truth. The other way you trying is a lie. Stop following the lie. The reason you can't get there is because you're following a lie. But if you follow the truth, i will sure the Bible says that a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. The way he knows which way I take. And then he said, I'm the true vine. Stop getting hooked up with false vines. Stop hooking up with fake people. Anybody out there has some fake friends? I know you can't say nothing because you might be sitting next to him. But anyway. He is the I am. So we got to get to know him. Who do you say that I am? Well Jesus if it was personal I tell you I know who you are. And only God revealed to me who you are. Because you are the one that sustained me when I didn't have no bread and no money to get bread. You made sure I didn't starve. You made a bag of quarter, a a, a bag of quarter chips and a quarter water sustain me That you didn't allow my flesh to eat at my flesh because I wasn't starving Y'all not gonna say nothing I, I know who you are I know you're the one that makes a way out of nowhere Because when I saw no way out, you always made a way When people didn't even want to let me in their house, you made sure there was a way. Oh, God help me. Yeah, you are the one who kept me. You are the one who delivered me. You are the one who put my feet on a street street. I know who you are. You are my all in all. You are all I need. Can I get some help up in here? Does anybody know who he is? He's a healer. And the and the doctors, room. he's a he's a lawyer in a courtroom. Oh my god, he's your surgeon when you didn't think you was gonna make it up out of that surgery. The Bible says he makes a do you know who he is? And if you know who he is, then you'll know who you are. That you're loved, that he loves you so much that he died for us. And so that means, since I know him, I can do all things. Because in Daniel, he says, if I know my God, I'll do great exploits. I don't got to worry about people shutting doors in my face. Because my God will open doors that no man can shut. Do you know him? Kids, I'm trying to tell you, it ain't about having a lot of friends. So what if they don't want to be your friend on Facebook? So what if they don't want to walk with you? If you got God, that's all you need. He said, I'll make your enemies be your footstool. I'll make them open doors for you. I'll make them pay the way for you. Y'all better help me. He didn't say to you. He didn't say people who know church. He didn't say people that know. Uh, cause you know how we get. Well, I know. I know the pastor. I know bishop so and so. I know. I don't care about no bishop so and so. I don't care who you know. I don't care cause you know the mayor. He ain't doing nothing. You can know the president. Who cares? Name dropping. Do you know Jesus? Who do you say that he is? Because based on whether that, that, that's going to let me know if we could get down together. Yeah. So when he came in on Palm Sunday, he knew who he was. He knew where he was going. They were all Hosanna, Hosanna in the Most High. And what's awesome about this, we preach about these palms that were laid for him to walk on because palms are not connected to us. But I don't never see why we're not preaching about because the Bible says they laid palms and their cloaks. But we don't talk about the cloaks. Because the cloaks is what we have to take off. I swore they was going to catch that. I swore they was going to catch that. See, we don't mind if he comes in walking on other stuff. It's when he comes in walking on us. What are we willing to lay down? So that he can come in. He was going to a cross. We find it hard to praise him. Hosanna. This is the prophet. Nazareth. In Galilee. Rome. He still didn't know who he was. This is Jesus, the Son of God of the whole world. Savior of the whole world. Savior and King. They didn't even have enough room for him in the end. Who came in swallowing clothes? Not Versace. They couldn't recognize him. And they didn't need to recognize him because he knew who he was. His mama knew who he was. His daddy knew who he was. But everybody else had to figure it out. I don't even know where I'm going, but that, that's so that's so profound, and that's why you that's why it ne- always needs to be a kingdom connection. I know, we thank God for grace, but just think about the way God God's plan, kingdom connection, that when you have a child with someone, you both know God and you know the purpose of that child that's coming into the world. We don't know. We don't even pray like that. We don't even pray. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We don't even pray. God, what's the direction for my children? Where should they be walking? We just let them find it out. Because we busy praying about, Lord, please let me get enough money to just feed them. What I'm going to do to take care and get these pampers. We pray for pampers. And God forbid if the child find out their destiny and we've never found ours. Because now we mad at our own kids. That's when you start understanding When you, when you know he knew he was going to suffer. Because he knew his purpose. That's how you learn to begin to identify what's going on in your life. Because when you know who you are, the enemy sends the heavy hitters. When you don't know who you are, you just think stuff coming from everywhere, and you don't even know what's going on. You fighting the wrong fight. The enemy is strategic in his attacks. He knows who to go after and when to go after. He'll let you ride for a little while, and then he'll come at you because he knows you haven't built up in your most holy faith. And you still don't know who you are, so you don't even know how to identify the dark. You ain't even going to say nothing right now. I'm trying to help somebody to understand and pinpoint and realize why all the hell's breaking loose in your life. is because God got something for you that you better figure out what it is so you can learn how to say that the battle is not mine but it belongs to the Lord and I can go ahead and give God praise as my enemies fall around me though they fall 10 on my y'all better you don't complain about the fight you expect it because if the enemy ain't planning something you ain't doing nothing Oh, you saying that because everything right, you don't know what's right in our life. Stop looking at other people's glory. You don't know the fights we fight, and if it look like we ain't going through nothing, then we feel really, we we do That's what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to look like we ain't going through nothing. But don't think for a second. Not gonna take our foot off the gas. Can't break. Gotta get rid of this identity crisis, church. Know who you are. Walk in confidence. I know who I am. You can't tell me who I am. I don't need you to tell me I'm anointed. Ain't that arrogant. again? We're just trying to be nice. I know it's like, but people get puffed up on that mess. Oh, child, you preached. Oh, child, I ain't preach. God preached. Did you listen? I know I could preach. In my own mind, you might think I ain't preach. I'm doing the best I can. So is Christian. <laughs> Don't need no man to tell you you look good. I know you look good. I know you fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't need affirmation from another man. I don't need no woman to tell me I look good other than my wife. I know I look good. <laughs> Beauty is in the eye of the bold. It's somebody for somebody for somebody for somebody. Just be the best you can be. As long as you're in the vein and God, you're doing what God told you to do. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. I'm not trying to be anybody else. I want to walk in my identity. We're going to close, but I'm going to close on this note. Because I used to wonder, you know, I always got to end on some kind of comical note. I used to wonder if, when you got anointed to preach, was there some heavenly preacher voice that you get? Cause you ever meet them people that they just talk every time they talk, it sound like they preach. Like you know they're preaching. And I used to think it was just a down south thing. Maybe it was an accident or something. But it's, you just, I don't, I don't understand. Because my voice has not changed. I talk the same way when I preach. Even if I try to, well, when the Lord said, do you know who you are? Well. I've been trying to do, I want to do it so bad. I want to just, God, let me preach one day. The Lord said, fire, shut up in my bones. Ah. Amen. And y'all be like, oh, he preached. You could bring that on. They got training for that. Videos. You'd be like, oh, pastor preached today. Ain't said nothing but Daniel was in the lion's den. And the lion roared. (laughs) What did the lion say? I'm going to eat you. Can I body say, don't eat me? Go ahead, don't eat me. I'ma stop. I'm gonna stop. Well church, know who you are. God gonna be God gonna mess with me and let me preach like that one day. He's gonna hit me and tell me running. Ain't <laughs> gonna do what happened. Oh, I love the Lord. Do you love him? <laughs> I can't stop. Oh, my God. Lord God, he's so good. Come on, let's give God some praise for his word. He's a mighty God. Glory. Who do you say that I am? When you know that, you know you okay. Amen. And if you don't, he's gonna show something's gonna come up in our lives where he can reveal who he is in our lives. Amen. You don't know him as a provider if things don't dry up. Lose a job and you don't watch him sustain you. Some of you have been, when you was out of work, he was having more money than you was when you was in work. You're like, where the my God. Because <laughs> that's how good he is. Amen. And we thank God that he came and he came humble and he came willing to die for us. So, Father, we bless you and we thank you. That we get our identity in you. Not from our circumstances. That was to let go of those things that try to make us and change us. The things that we need to just surrender at your feet. Some of us have been let down and some of us have even been abused by the words of others that, that, that were in our lives that we trusted. Some parents have spoken things over us and negative things and, and we've hold that to be true in our lives. And Father, I'm praying that you would just help us to shake those things that are not of you to understand that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, that we can do all things through you, that you are our healer, that you are our provider, that you're our way maker. And we thank you that we know you as Jehovah Jireh. We love you and as we go and keep our minds on you as we go out of this place. We don't leave your presence. If there's anyone on the airwaves that does not know you, that needs to know you, and that is being drawn, praying that you would save them that they would reach out and that they would say "It is I. I want to be saved I want to be a part of the kingdom of God I want my identity not to be of this world to be in this world but not of this world if you're that person we're asking that you just say this prayer say father forgive me for I am a sinner I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose for my sins that he is the son of God and that he's coming back again for a church pray that he comes into my heart and lives his life in me i surrender all to you and i thank you for saving me if you said that prayer and you don't have a church home I ask that you write us message us and we'll be glad to get in contact with you so that you can get under an umbrella and be learn how to learn how to walk this walk father we bless you and we give you praise grace and peace